This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Good Risings, I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're on day three of our week talking behaviors we as a society need to reel in. On Monday, we slowed it down for road rage. Yesterday, we took a breather to reflect on tantrums. And today, we're turning it inward to talk about criticism. The Gottman Institute identifies criticism as one of the four horsemen of the end of relationships alongside contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. And there's a reason it's first on the list. This nitpickiness spells the beginning of the end. It turns us against one another, well beyond our personal relationships. Right. Criticism exists in all facets of life these days. Our connectedness offers us open channels of communication, but the floodgates don't filter the negative, and many use their social outlets to convey their critical thoughts. Ellie Lasitza writes for Gottman Online, It's a natural human behavior for people to seek an explanation for their negative feelings. And over time, people can develop a negative habit of mind to search for why they feel so bad. They scan their environment for other people's transgressions and mistakes to account for their own annoyances or disappointments. Criticism is different from offering a critique or voicing a complaint. Complaints center on specific issues. Criticism is an attack on a person or party's character. Critique becomes criticism when we're not addressing a specific action or behavior, but our target as a whole. Words like always and never imply that the other person has a consistent negative and potentially permanent personality flaw. Again, that's criticism. Lasitza explains criticism can have devastating effects because it makes the victim feel assaulted, rejected, and hurt. It often causes a couple to fall into an escalating pattern where criticism reappears with greater frequency and intensity. However, a complaint addresses a specific behavior or action, and it doesn't carry the negative charge of criticism because it doesn't blame and instead expresses a need. In short, criticism immediately puts us at odds with one another. We do it interpersonally for even minor infractions. Socially, we do it over political, religious, or cultural differences. It's important to remember that behind every complaint resides a wish. We can adjust habitual criticism by focusing on the positive outcome we desire, rather than the worst part of the behavior or situation. Exactly. With just a little effort, a little additional care, we can formulate a complaint without blame, directed at the desire for a positive outcome. Lasitza continues, if you allow someone to make that difference, it will help you connect with your partner in a healthy way through open and honest communication. Making your intentions clear in a respectful and assertive way can allow both of you to avoid needlessly hurting each other's feelings. It's imperative that you express your feelings fully even when it's hard and makes you feel vulnerable. In fact, vulnerability, like we've said before, provides an opportunity for intimacy and connection, 
And instead of vilifying each other, the two of you can become a team, able to soothe and comfort one another. When you are a team, you create solidarity in your relationship or a sense of we-ness. You won't attack each other. Instead, you'll have each other's backs and you can form a strong foundation of trust, respect, and loving support even when you disagree or make mistakes. That is a worthwhile goal for any relationship. Dr. John Gottman explains that people don't usually think about what they need or what will remedy the situation. They think negatively about what their partner should stop doing to ease their own irritation or disappointment. But the positive need is the way their partner can shine for them. What we're suggesting here is that those very same ideologies apply to us as a people in our dealings in society, in the way we handle one another in every facet of life. If we could drop the criticism, the overgeneralizing of one another, and we could unite as one human front, we'd be a much more hardy population. We'd be stronger. We'd get more done politically. Instead, we're trapped in patterns of infighting, which by and large begin with criticism. Bottom line, when it comes to criticism, we can all do our part to reel it in. If today's topic is resonating with you, we welcome you to bring your thoughts over to our Instagram account at Good Risings. Or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. If you're enjoying your time with us here on Grateful Grains, we'd love it if you drop us a good review. You know we appreciate the support. And join us again tomorrow for day four of our week, Reel It In. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.